Hey, it's Karina Sather, and welcome back to The Lost Perspectives. As you know, we'll have interviews with guest historians, and together, we'll uncover sources that you never knew existed. This message is sponsored by She Native, the company that works to empower Indigenous women through fashion. Hello, historians. Now we are going to have a primary source read and analyzed by our very own Juliette Duval, accredited historian. Juliet. First, I would like to thank you, Karina, for allowing me to be on your wonderful podcast. Now for the source. Joining you from time to time against your enemies, sacrificing number of our people and leaving their bones scattered in your enemy's country. At last, we assisted you in conquering all Canada, and then again, for joining you so firmly and faithfully, you renewed your assurances of protecting and defending ourselves lands, and possessions against any encroachment whatsoever. The primary source is a statement from Joseph Brandt talking about England. Earlier in the source, Brandt tells me he sacrificed his own men to fight for the British's enemies. The reason why his tribe fought for Britain was because he knew if his tribe had Britain's back, Britain would have his back and fight against his enemies. And in the source, Brandt tells us England did fulfill their promises of protecting the Iroquois tribe. So our next source is going to be a secondary source from the National Museum of the American Indian. And to sum the source up, it told me most Native Americans tried to stay neutral in the Revolutionary War. If they did side with the British, it was because of trading relationships and military alliances. If they decided to side with the colonists, it was because of distance of colonial towns, relationships with Christians, and desire to recover their land. So, basically, before the Revolutionary War, Indigenous people were losing a lot of land to the colonists. The colonists kept inching the boundary forward and forward, and this made many Indigenous people scared because they want to protect this land at all costs. So, a lot of them did decide to side with the British so that they could stop the colonists from inching on their land and it would just be the British's land and they would control the colonists so they could make the colonists stop trying to take the Native Americans land. So as my sources helped me discover, the side Indigenous Americans chose was extremely relevant to their daily lives. And the sources that we read and analyzed gave me an insight into why Native Americans chose either the British or the colonists or to remain neutral. The conclusion that I came to that Native Americans' land is their sacred ground, and two sides who have less claim to it than them are fighting over it. Most of the time, their decision was what they thought would best protect their land and allow them to keep it. These primary and secondary sources both gave me insight I needed to discover why Native Americans sided with the sides they did. So our primary source that represents women's influence in in this era is an encounter between a colonist, Lieutenant William Barton, and Madame Satcho, an indigenous woman. This source is a colonist description of an encounter with an indigenous woman, Madame Satcho. It took place in the Seneca village of Catherinestown in fall of 1779. It wasn't a planned event to find this woman. So I'm going to summarize the source. We found an old Native American in an abandoned village who was so feeble she couldn't walk. The general tried to put her on a horse so she could take a message to her people, but she couldn't ride. She said her people were nearby and that we shouldn't stay long because they might return. I led an expedition to find them. We looked all day, but we did not find them. The woman told us her people debated whether to surrender and decided not to. The warriors threatened to kill anyone who tried to surrender to the army. 
The soldiers had destroyed the whole village according to the general's orders, so we built a small hut for her and left her food to eat. She was very thankful we did not kill or rape her. We came back through the same village and found the same old woman again. She had a paper that said the general was protecting her. We found the body of a younger native woman who had been murdered three or four days ago. People think that she came back to take care of the old woman and some patriot messengers killed her on their way through town. When we left, the general gave the old woman more food, even though we don't have enough for our own men. So this source tells me that um, the general found this Native American woman and she was too feeble to send a message to her people. So they looked for her people. And the next day, a young woman from her tribe, the old woman's tribe, was sent to take care of her and she was killed by the colonists. So this tells us that the colonists were very violent towards indigenous people that decided to stay neutral or support the British. And the source also tells us the colonists destroyed their village. So we know that the colonists were very violent towards these indigenous people, especially women. Now we're gonna have our secondary source, which represents women's influence in the Revolutionary War, read by our very own historian, Charlotte Pomba. Natalie's leadership in a significant battle earned her a position of leadership in her tribe. The Cherokees sided with the British in the Revolutionary War, but Nayeli tried to keep an open mind. Some members of her tribe saw this as an opportunity to regain land lost to the settlers. When people in her tribe planned on attacking a settlement, Nayeli stopped this by releasing white prisoners in time to alert the settlers about the attack. In doing this, Nayeli saved lives. Now that you've heard more than one side of the story, you can begin to understand different perspectives. To conclude, I want to thank my historians for participating in this journey. Keep digging, historians. The conclusion I was able to come to from all my evidence was that the role Indigenous women played was significant. Something else that impacted them directly was the side that they chose to support. If Indigenous women decided to side with the British, then the colonists took their land and raided their villages. And this wasn't the worst of it. As we heard in the story of Madame Sacho, an indigenous woman came to check on Madame Sacho and the colonists killed her. She didn't do anything wrong, but just the fact that her tribe had supported the British, that was enough for the colonists. So these indigenous women's suffering, that's rooted in the side that they chose to support. So despite what some people say that indigenous women didn't really have a big role in this, they had a huge part of it.